0: Before we get into the episode, guys, today, every single week, I'm going to be featuring one of your reviews. So if you are enjoying this podcast, take a second, leave a review. If I feature your review on this show, you will win either a free coaching session or a free course from me. So let's get to this week's featured uh, testimonial review of this podcast, and it comes from Victorious Big. The title of this review is Podcast Follower Course Enrollee five stars. <laughs> there are many words to describe Dr. set, but for the purpose of this podcast, I will stick to one. That word is real. Dr. P does not waste time tiptoeing around issues that pre-med students often face, but instead takes it all head on strategically in a way that gives you sound advice that can allow you to make changes and better yourself instantaneously. Moreover, his podcast slash YouTube channel is just the surface. His courses, which can be purchased on his website, studenttransformation.com, are legit and life-altering for anyone remotely considering a career in medicine or, I'd say, any kind of professional school career. Highly recommend any content that Dr. P puts out. Thank you so much, Victorious Big. That's Victor, who left this uh, review for my podcast on Apple uh, Podcasts. Again, if you guys leave a review, you will get featured on this podcast potentially, and I will select a new review every single week to be featured, and that person will win a free coaching session or a free course. This podcast is for you guys, so let's get to making you guys better. Here we go. Dr. Andre Pine said here, and this is the Dominate Pre-Med Show. What is up, y'all? So, I was originally planning to do just two segments on the step one, USMLE step one change to pass fail and the other small changes associated with it. But there's been a lot of emails, a lot of concern, a lot of messaging. And so what I wanted to make sure that I did, because what this show was all about is getting you guys into medical school, turning you guys into doctors. So I didn't want to leave you guys with a sour taste in your mouth about step one. And I wanted to make sure that we provided clear instruction and strategies for what you can do to be successful in light of these changes. Because although these changes to step one are bad, they are not by any stretch of the imagination Impossible to overcome. And so I want everyone to understand no matter what type of student you are, no matter what your background is, no matter what medical school you're going to, what type, where it's located, the credentials of that medical school, you still have the opportunity to get the residency you want. It's just going to take different strategy and it's going to take more effort diversified over different uh, aspects of your medical school uh, journey than before. And so what I'm going to be doing is releasing a bunch of these USMLE Step One talks that talk about success. Uh, in, in light of this change, both in terms of for you as a pre-med, how should you be going about pre-med differently to account for these changes? What should you consider when you apply? What should you consider once you're accepted at different schools? And then also, what should you do once you're in medical school to make sure that you get the residency you want? So remember, this show is all about positivity and productivity, guys, and the possibility of you reaching your dreams. So I never want you to, if you ever leave one of my streams feeling like, oh my gosh, he said, he was talking to me and saying I couldn't do something. That's never what I'm saying, guys. I'm always saying you have the potential to be great. You have what it takes to succeed. Listen to what I'm saying, guys, as we talk about what the obstacles are, but then beyond the obstacles, what the solutions and the opportunities are to be successful. So let's get into it, guys. This is the next in my sequence of talks about the USMLE Step 1 changing to pass, fail, and what that means for your doctor dreams. Furthermore, as always, I want you guys to know that you can always reach out to me. Go to my website, studenttransformation.com, click on Leave Dr. Pines at a voicemail. You can send me a voicemail straight from your web browser, and I can get right back to you. I will send you a voicemail back. We will be having a digital conversation. So if you have a question, if you have a concern, if you want something to me to address on this show, send me a message, guys. i love to hear from you. This show is about you. It's powered by you. So give me the juice. Let's get it. But stop making excuses, stop whining, stop, right? Get at it. No excuses, just dominate. We are live action y'all. Dr. Pine set the study doc and I am back. And if you were with us yesterday, you heard me talk about the step one changing to pass fail the official announcement and what it means for you guys as pre-meds, as medical students, all throughout the process. And for a lot of people, right, yesterday hit them like a ton of bricks because it was the first they had heard of it. And I try to make an effort to be very measured with what I bring to you guys and what I discuss on this channel because I think it's important. I feel like social media has replaced what scholars used to be. And so sometimes you guys misinterpret social media for scholarly a scholarly environment. And that's why I suck so much at social media is that I am at my heart a scholar. I am a teacher. I am an educator. I believe in having things thoroughly researched, thoroughly broken down. I believe in being thorough. Is it thoroughly a word? I believe in being thorough. And social media points to be superficial and people can jump to conclusions. And so yesterday was like a firestorm of people spouting opinions, saying different things, the sky is falling, I can't be successful, and people don't take the time to be thorough. And so what happened yesterday was I streamed for an hour and 15 minutes. And so many people who watched five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes of that video sent me crazy messages. We have to be thorough and we have to understand, if you're not gonna watch any more of this video because you're one of those superficial people, understand. Just because I say step one, changing the pass fail, is bad, makes things more difficult, doesn't mean I'm saying that you can't overcome that difficulty. And if you stayed to the end of yesterday's video, you would've heard me talk about some of the steps you can start to take to overcome this change. In today's video, I'm gonna start right from there and talk about how, even though the step one has changed, even though it's not the most favorable change, and even though it can be lots of unintended negative consequences, every single student can succeed and get the residency they want. But just because every student can, doesn't mean every student will. And we're gonna talk about that. I think it is very important. I started this a second ago by talking about how any student can get the residency they want. I'll repeat, any student in this world can get a top residency just like any student in this world can get into medical school, just like any student, any person in this world can be as successful as they want to be. The question becomes, why aren't, why isn't everyone successful? Why aren't more people successful? Why doesn't everyone get into medical school? And too often, what happens And this is, I guess, my frustration is is I look at myself as someone who's old, got gray hairs. I look at things from a mature perspective, like your parents. And I'm telling you stuff from experience because I've seen the other side. I know regret. I don't have a lot of regrets. But I've seen, I've experienced, I've had to sit and hold literally grown adults who are balled up into a ball Because they didn't get into medical school. Who were balled up into a ball because their step one score came back and it was terrible. And they knew they didn't have a shot at their residency. I've had to do that. So I know that feeling. So when I talk to you guys about obstacles, I'm pointing these obstacles out. Because what we so often do in life, it's like this whole thing of follow your strengths. Who's ever been told to follow your strengths in life? I feel like in this world we live in, people are allergic to difficulty. They're allergic to adversity. They're allergic and they don't appreciate what improvement and what growth is. And that's why so many of us fail to reach our our possibility. And I say all this to say that when they change a step one policy to pass fail, even though it makes things harder, Why does everyone act like it makes it impossible? I can't tell you the number of messages I got yesterday from students saying, oh my gosh, I didn't think I had a shot before. Now I know I have no shot. The system's rigged against me and all these kind of things. And what I always try to explain to you guys and express to you guys and to point out to you guys is that, yes, in life there are huge obstacles. Life is hard. People who say life is easy aren't living Life is hard. Even for the most successful people, my life is hard. But just because something's hard doesn't mean it's impossible, doesn't mean it's insurmountable, doesn't mean you have no chance. So stop saying once something gets hard or something seems difficult or something seems long that you can't do it. Do you guys understand what I'm saying right now? And I think it's hilarious that I say that, and as I say that, someone thumbs down the video. Because I'm talking about hard work, and you're allergic to that hard work, and so you thumbs down the video, proving my point. You guys have to understand, in order to overcome difficulty, in order to overcome struggle, to overcome an obstacle, what's the first thing you have to do? Now I got two thumbs down. Thank you. How many of you guys understand what I'm saying? What is the first step in overcoming an obstacle? What's the first step? If there's an obstacle, if there's a roadblock, if there's a hurdle, if there's something in your path that's stopping you, that's stopping you, what do you have to do if you want to be successful? This is important. I'm not going to advance because I want you guys to think about this. Again, I'm an instructor. I'm a teacher. I'm not I'm not a social media personality. That's why I don't give two flips about your thumbs down. So everyone who wants to thumbs down this, thumbs down it. I applaud you for thumbs downing it. Great. You're not ready to be educated. But there we go. Thank you for putting it in the box. The first step is realizing it exists. You have to identify the obstacle. Right? That's the first step. How can you overcome something? How can you work around something? How can you plan for something if you don't even acknowledge it? So Delhi wrote, you have to figure out how to get around it. You can't figure out how to get around it if you're ignoring it. Right? You can't address a problem you don't acknowledge you have. That's why people still continue to smoke in 2020. Because and as much as you want to tell them, hey, listen, on the literally on the box of cartons you buy, it says surgeon general's warning, this is going to kill you. Why are you still smoking? Like, no, 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 smoking, ah. Because they're not willing to acknowledge that problem, that obstacle, that issue, and so they'll never stop smoking. They'll never get over that hurdle. And as a physician, right, it's your job to do motivational interviewing to see where they're at on the spectrum of readiness to change and push them along that spectrum. And for you guys, it's painful to listen to me sometimes, because who am I? I'm the doctor telling you, take them cigarettes out your hand, stop smoking, because you're killing your future. And instead of cigarettes, what you guys have is poor study habits, poor discipline, poor information or a lack of information about your future, and you make poor decisions, you do poor actions, you do the wrong things, and you thwart your future. And when I tell you you're wrong and I tell you stop smoking, it's killing you, it hurts. Because I'm pointing out the obstacle, the problem, the difficulty that you would rather ignore, sweep under the rug, and hope to deal with at another time. When I tell you guys, hey, you know what? Instead of saying that the MCAT is culturally biased because you're a minority, how about you just get yourself prepared for that culturally biased test? How about you make yourself culturally competent and go past the MCAT? And I get hate mail for that, legit. So wait a minute, so I'm supposed to be like, oh yeah, you know what, the MCAT is ready to get you. If you're a student of color, there's no way you can get a good score on the MCAT. That would make you feel good, i get thumbs up, you guys would hug me, we could feel good about it, oh my gosh, but that's not gonna get you into medical school. And with step one, it's the same premise. The change that was made to step one to make it pass, fail, has clear and obvious, at least to me, repercussions to it that negatively impact students and that make for certain students getting into their competitive residency harder. That's the reality. But the other flip side of that and what I was trying to drive home yesterday was that yes, this is an obstacle, yes, this is a problem, yes, this makes your path to getting a residency harder. If you are a student of color, disadvantaged student, IMG, DO, you're at a small school, even if you're at a big school, this makes your life harder. Because even if you're at a school like Stanford Med School where I went, the question becomes, without the step one exam, how does Stanford create a distribution amongst their students to create a separator between the 90-something students that are in their class. Even at that level, it has effects. However, even though it's harder, even though it's more difficult, even though it's different, it doesn't mean that that change makes it impossible for students to get over the hump. And I'm addressing this because every single day, guys, I get over 200 messages a day from students. Every single day. This is today's emails that I print out. 200 emails a day I get from you guys. And this is an email I got yesterday. Yesterday. Hi, Dr. Set. I'm a pre-med student and former Caribbean medical student. Say some other stuff that I'm not going to share with you guys. I developed into a rather common, but still unique circumstance. It's common in that like many others from disadvantaged backgrounds, we're often winging our steps to gain admission into medical school from the extreme lack of resources and guidance uh, in the process. So we settle with the idea that we're not good enough or that we are only just good enough for certain specialties. Many of the people I was around at my PWI, predominantly white institution, convinced me that I wasn't good enough to enter the race. and talk talking about the race to medical school. In particular, the dean of my school of chemistry. And the email goes on and on and on, and I won't belabor the point. But the point is, is that I am first and foremost, if there's any confusion about this, any animosity about this, then you can take your animosity and you can shove it. I am a black male physician. I am from a disadvantaged background. And because I am that, I am sensitive to the needs of this population. I will forever push to increase diversity in medicine. But we must understand, it is time out for the bozo approach we are taking to increasing diversity and creating equality in medical school admissions in residency admissions and beyond and i say this to say that what this student says and goes on to say is that i recognize now from listening to your videos that i was going about things haphazardly and i was going with what people were giving me as quote unquote resources when it wasn't accurate we have to acknowledge obstacles and disadvantages The way that this video pertains to getting the residency you want is that if I say to you, hey, the step one change doesn't matter, just go about what you're doing as a medical student, if I say that to you, that's bad advice. I know it feels good, but that doesn't help you. I have to let you understand this is a big deal because now the entire residency competitiveness game has changed. Previously, it was step one and everything else was a way distant second. So when my students would be in medical school and I'm coaching them and say, listen, step one, step one, step one, step one, step one, anything else, throw it away. Throw it away. Don't do research. Don't, step one, step one, step one, step one, step one, step one, one. Once you get that, then you can do other things. Now that we recognize they've changed this and that's no longer the option, we have to change our goal, our plan, our objective, our strategy to get into a top residency program. But before we can do that, we have to acknowledge that there's a problem. There's a change. There's something happened. Oh, my gosh. And then we have to say, now, what do we have to do? Does everybody know what I'm saying? I have to say this because I literally got a half a dozen emails from various administrators with SNMA with maps. I also got a couple of emails from different like for what? Because I'm pointing out the fact that this is a, a bad change of policy. I can't, I can't not say that. It's a bad change. <laughs> someone, someone sent me a message and said that I created a message of hopelessness for minorities. That minorities, IMGs, DOs are hopeless after my message yesterday. And I said the only people who are hopeless are the people who didn't listen to the last 15 minutes of that video. All right guys, so this is the next segment in this series and I hope you guys can understand When I'm talking to you guys, when I'm pointing out obstacles, it's not to tell you you can't succeed. It's to tell you that you must be aware first so that way you can account for it, make corrective action, and get where you want to go. In the next set of videos, I'm going to be breaking down the key steps you have to take to secure your and securing the residency you want in light of the change. So please tune in to the rest of this series. If you have specific questions or issues that you want me to address on this podcast, please take a second. Get over to studenttransformation.com. Click to leave me a voicemail. And if you have particular areas you know you want to strengthen, Guys, get into one of my courses, studenttransformation.com, and in the description box below, I have right now a couple discounts for you guys to get you started, to get you informed, to get you rolling and in control of your future. So thank you so much for checking in, guys, and going through this episode. If you were enjoying this podcast, take a second, leave a review. I will see you next time. How do we end these every single time? What do we say? No excuses, just dominate. See you next time, guys. Today is the day, guys. No more excuses. No more complaining. You're going to take your future in your own hands. You're going to dominate. You're going to be successful. Get to my website, studenttransformation.com. I challenge you. What are you going to do today to make your life better?